little beatbox spitting. You need to, yeah, beatbox the intro, would you? I don't know how it goes. You don't know how now it goes. Now you're recording me, Jimmy. Are we on the air? Is, yeah, we're on the air. Beat, beatbox the intro. How ridiculous. Are you serious right now? Little incoherent. How ridiculous. Is this guy serious right now? Little incoherent. What's happening? Throwing bangers out. OH. Here we go. Welcome back to After a Few Podcast. We're back. It's been a while. 2020 was probably the craziest year of my lifetime. I think brutal. Probably of everybody's lifetimes. And um, we're hoping 2021 is going to be a lot better. So we are back to bring back the joy of After a Few to all of our wonderful fans out there in podcast land. And we just you know felt like we had to had to do it it was something that had to happen so um yeah what 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 did you do uh to pass the time on lockdown in 2020 oh my gosh scotty let me tell you something it was uh it was interesting we we both have moved back now to yep. uh northwest ohio and it's uh or i'm in Northwest well, ohio you're in fort wayne te- technically Basically. not i'm in indiana i jumped i jumped state lines yeah which is fine uh still a buckeye fan but yeah i mean one of the worst years probably i can remember um it was march thought it was going to be a great year actually i had vegas tickets during march madness oh that that's canceled. right um so we kind of worked our way and then it was like uh my birthday was the 30th of march we didn't really have any we couldn't do anything and then it was like no sports through april almost june i didn't know what to do i i didn't i i really did not know what to do um projects i had a lot of projects outside projects my boss actually gave me uh we only had tw- two of 12 stores open so it was he said, you might, you might as well stay home. I mean, and thank God I did. He, he let me basically stay home. I made more money at home than I would have at work. You know what I'm saying? Plus, I was able to get all this stuff done. So it kind of did work out for me as far as getting a lot of, you know, when you move into a house and uh, there was just a lot of stuff to do. So, and I know it was the same thing with you. You know, you switched and you were able to go remote. So. Yeah, that's. It was uh it was weird at first cuz it seemed like like I think when um the stay at home stuff started like kind of knew it was coming but it also was like pretty pretty sudden like how quickly everything got rolling but yeah it it was like I don't know for me it's been a really bittersweet year like I mean obviously staying home and every, and everything and like um all the stuff that we've gone through in 2020 how crazy it was it was not good overall but I mean, I did get to move into a new house in, in uh, Fort Wayne, working fully remote from my job now. So, yeah. I mean, that perspective, personally, like that—that's where cheaper out, but, living, Jimmy. Yeah, 
Oh, so much cheaper. Dude, so much I'm cheaper. telling you what, when we got out of Columbus, it was like a kind of a breath of fresh air. Um, you know, you, you sell your house. We bought our houses so low during the market. And then it was like, we just wanted to cha-ching and, and we did, but that's, that's, I mean, I want to talk about this actually. I kind of want to bring this up. Um, so since we've been on, I, I feel like we've grown up a little bit here. <laughs> I, I mean, not really, but you know, things have changed. We, I have a kid two years old almost, and you have a kid on the way. So yep. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say we're, we're as crazy as we used to be. No, pro- probably not. I mean, you got to let it out once in a while, right? Like uh, a lot. Le- it's not like every weekend, you know, like three days a week. Yeah. Let me tell you something <laughs> like about quarantine though. When you're stuck in your house, we had, you know, we didn't know what to do. There was nothing you could do. And it was like, you know, one of the first things that, um, that my wife and I bought was um, the there are these Disney Disney games or whatever like board games um, like with Disney villains and stuff. Yeah. Literally went on Amazon, bought the first one to try it out, and her and I would play that like against each other every night and like keep score. And then there are like three or four expansion packs. So like a week later, I'd spent like two three hundred bucks on these disney board games when we started playing yeah those and that's the thing the it was like first started they were basically stimulating the economy i mean we had more money <laughs> right. than what we were doing working and we didn't have to go to work so what do you think was going on there my neighbors comment and how many amazon packages my wife was getting i'm like this, yeah we know it, we, i know yeah i mean the the number of packages that started showing up in my house uh did go up about 500 uh, percent. that's <laughs> that's very true yeah so basically yeah going back to that then so that gets canceled march madness is done um basically we're bored out of our mind then the then the nba says we're gonna come back with a bubble um that was interesting kind of weird um very good basketball but it's like at the end of the day lebron 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 at 15 years in this stinking league looks like a man child still. I, I mean, oh, I yeah. can't even believe what the dude's doing. It's 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 kind of ridiculous. Um but yeah, they go in to win the championship. It was it was good basketball in there. One thing I do want to kind of emphasize how upset I was. So I buy uh NBA League Pass through Spectrum. The season gets canceled halfway through. Well, they didn't cancel my payments and wouldn't pay me back, bro. So, oh yeah, you're not getting. Uh, yeah, I ain't money. getting that money back. Cable company's never giving you money no. back. But since we've been went off, Tiger won the Masters, dude. When, when who would have thought that would have ever happened? Who like coming back? I know. Tom Brady's sports. Tom Brady too. is a Buccaneer. <laughs> yeah, and they're in the playoffs. I mean, and so are the Browns. Jesus. Like, like what is going on? It, it was a <laughs> yeah. weird year, that's for sure. I mean, you can't. You can't well, describe base- it anywhere else. And baseball was super weird. Like, you know, we didn't start that until, what, like August? And Dodgers end up winning the World Series there. I mean, finally, because they've been there a, a few times in what, like the last Yeah, 10, Kershaw, years, and, and like that's that. the thing about Kershaw. It's like a lot of these big-name guys, it's okay, but they're getting, they're getting hit up in the playoffs. I don't I, I feel like the balls were definitely corked in the playoffs because there was nothing else on TV, <laughs> and I'm going to stand by that. There is no way that many home runs happened. 
there's no possible way. Randy or Rosarena, I think, should have still been the MVP despite the fact that the Rays lost because he was just ridiculous. I mean, don't get me wrong. Corey Seager won the MVP and he was good. But anyway, yeah, it, it was just it's just been such a, a crazy year for for everything. And uh, I'm just glad that they got sports back because like you said at the beginning when it was like unknown whether we were going to have sports or not, it's kind of like, it, what, what do you what do you do? Well, and then we got Kevin Warren, the dumb dumb of the Big Ten commissioner, whatever, whatever you want to call this guy. He's disposable, in my opinion. Anyway, this dude wants to shut down Big Ten football. We're trying to do everything we can. But here's the thing. We're sitting here with basically no sports. Our lives are miserable. We're in a deep depression, whatever the case may be. And then you're going to say that all these other schools can compete and Ohio state can't compete. That's when things I was like, this is, this is getting ridiculous. Something is going to happen here. So, you know, they protest fight. We get in this six game thing and, and now it's still to this day and you'll still hear it from Dabo. Oh, they, you know, they only played six games. It's they're fresher. That's, that is an excuse, man. If you're saying that your team is fresher at this point, it, it's for the national championship. I don't care. You better be ready to go. Like, you got plenty of break time. Clemson isn't playing nobody in the ACC besides Notre Dame and North Carolina. So I don't want to hear nothing. And and it's like, this is all we hear, and, and we got to back it up, and we got to play great. Well, they didn't beat Northwestern by that much. Did you see what we just did to Clemson? Alabama still is giving us no respect. None of the media is. And it's like... You seen Saban's daughter? She tweeted out something like, "Ohio State was faking Corona." What's you want to know who faked Corona? Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to wonder about <laughs> that particular Michigan. Well, it's situation. analytics. It's yeah. all analytics, dude. I mean, what, what's the what's the point of playing us at that point? But hey, we're in the national championship game, despite Pride. Um, everything. Right. Well, true. Right, but I mean, for for them, like he's just trying to keep his job. <laughs> I know, and honestly, but, honestly, um, this season has been kind of weird because it's like every game really, really matters. Then Indiana's good, and then it's like, oh, um, who canceled? Minnesota canceled. We couldn't play them, and it, it looked like Indiana was going to get a bid to the Big Ten championship game. And it's like, wait a second now. You're not going to let the best team in the Big Ten, clearly the best team. Like, it's not even close. I, anybody that says it is is lying. And Not that, not that Indiana wasn't good because they're a good team. They were but... good, but here's the thing. Their quarterback got hurt. So, that, so once their quarterback was hurt after playing Ohio State, they, you know, whatever. It, you you want to complain that they put Ohio State in, they changed the rules for them. Perfectly fine. I'm okay with that, but give me a break, people. Give me a break. Yeah. Well, which is why I'm glad that Ohio State had the showing that that they did because we, all the doubters, all the haters, everybody, yeah. you know, and and especially um with with Justin Fields because I feel like he finally calmed down. He had a lobby a lave back, and they they connected. And after he took that hit, you know, I think everybody was was concerned. I was concerned. Yeah. I mean, it was a big hit, and he he just came up and and the balls on him, man, like. He just showed the kind of the kind of moxie and the tenacity that he has, and just slinging touchdown passes, holding his side like can't really run, 
and you know it was incredible like that, that was one of the most incredible performances i've seen by ohio state quarterback in yeah, recent and history. you gotta what you said you got a lave but but listen we didn't have him versus northwestern and we looked stagnant our receivers couldn't get open garrett wilson couldn't get open well you put a lave on the other side you got garrett wilson on the other side and then you got tight ends going down the seams that offense works yes and then you got trey sermon running all over people I want to say something about our offensive line, though. If you go back and look at every single Clemson play that we, like every play, our offensive line was pushing Clemson off the ball two to three yards every play. Yes, they were slanting whatever whatever you want to say. They were off the ball, and Sermon was running. Those were double-wide school bus holes, boys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's where games are are won and lost, right? The first six inches, and yeah, and the the other thing, the other thing I think you got to look at is Fields. Okay, he only plays six games, plays pretty much incredible all year, besides the Northwestern game, and he's he's not a Heisman finalist. I I think that gave him a little chip when when uh. I think it might have went a little bit different if they don't kick that Clemson dude out. He was a player. He's one of their best players. Mm-hmm. And the other benefit Ohio State did have was their other safety um, from their conference championship game against Notre Dame got kicked out, so he had to sit out the first half of our game. Um, so, right. And and I'm not making excuses. Trevor Lawrence is good. He's going to go to the number one overall pick. But the boy did not play as good as, as people thought all year. Now, I, I seen – I mean, he's good. The, the, he has an arm. He's just, you got, give Jay Field some credit once, once. I, I know, I, you know, finally, I think that shut a lot of people up. And I will say it was, uh, it's great being in the national championship game. That was the sweetest victory over Clemson, who I was not excited to play coming into it. Yeah, but um, we're not done, you know? No, we're, we're not done at all. Um, it, but it was really sweet that, uh, Trevor Lawrence's final pass in college football history was an interception. Yeah, and, <laughs> in the that's the th- and that's the thing you got to think about. Last year, the exact same thing happened. Last pass that Jay Fields threw was the wrong route to Alave, and and uh, that was a pick. So that's how their season ended. And again, uh, you got to give credit because they didn't think they were going to play. Okay, they're you know your whole, and then it's like okay, now we can play. But now it's like every game matters to the magnitude of everything then michigan cancels then all these teams cancel and it's like everything was almost stacked against them and now they're here against alabama what what more do you want i i want bama man i what's your predictions for the game at this point (sighs) so the spread is eight um the over under is 75 points so they're basic i mean Here's the thing. Alabama is going to score points on offense, no matter what you think about Ohio State's defense. Sean Wade is slowly moving out of, like, the third round right now into, like, the fourth round. I, I kid you not. Like, and he's, he says he wants Smith. He, he's an idiot. Don't say that. Like, don't talk like that. <laughs> but I, I think Alabama is going to put up 35. I think Ohio State's going to put up 38. It's going to be uh, – under the 75, but a Buckeye W. It's it's just hard to pick against Ohio State. It's going to be a crazy game. I think it's going to be who feels more comfortable. And if our run game, if, if Trey Sermon runs for 100 yards, we don't lose. I can almost guarantee that. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it starts there because that's that helped a lot with Clemson because he was just running like a man possessed, and then passing game is wide open, and everything's just fire firing on all cylinders. So I agree. I think Ohio State wins that game if we get the running game going as well as we have been lately. I think if they shut that down and they're beating us up front, I think that Bama takes it. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's just, it, that's where it's going to be. It's Alabama. They're going to be more physical. Like that's the thing. We're going to get punched in the mouth, and how do we respond? Punch in the mouth. We did it with Clemson. Clemson came down and scored like right away. And I thought the same thing. I'm like, Oh God. And then it's like, we came down and showed some life. I'm like, here we go. You know? And then it was like a runaway freight train. Yeah. The re- the rest of the game after that first score that Clemson had, basically we, we got yep. the ball back the rest of the game. We just dominated. Yeah. So. I mean, we made a couple stupid plays, but it's like, yeah, when you win by 21 and, and it was that convincing. And like I said, we were pushing our, du- the dudes off the line of scrimmage and that's all you can ask for. But we got so we got NFL coming up, basically, yeah. and the playoff situation is very bewildering. It, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good word to describe it. I mean, for for Pete's sake, the Dolphins almost made the playoffs. I mean. Tua playing good. That that's kind of a weird situation down there with Fitzpatrick and him. Uh, they don't really want to give the whole lot to Tua, but they're still playing Fitz. Fitz was out last week with COVID, um, and they kind of didn't they didn't know how to unleash Tua, so they you know they lose. But the Browns, the the Browns. The Browns about did not get in the playoffs with 10 and 5. And I just want to let you know that the Giants almost got in the playoffs with like 6 and 10. I mean, for God's sakes, the the Washington football team is in the playoffs, okay? So yeah. And I do want to um, speak on that game though, on how they got in. The the best I I, I gotta hear your opinion on this. So the Eagles are down a, a touchdown with 10 minutes to go. They take out J- or, uh, Hertz and they put in uh, Steadfeld or what's it, N- Numb Nuts from Indiana. Um, basically, he looks like crap for three straight drives. It looks like they literally punted and were playing for draft picks and they did not want the New York football giants to get in the playoffs, which they would have done if they would have won. So, they let the the Washington football team in, and that is just a disaster waiting to happen. Oh, 100% they mailed it in on that game. I don't, I, I don't see how you can look at that any other way. At that point, you know, they were playing for draft picks through whatever. We're going to even Collinsworth it was saying it. You know, yeah, all the, the announcers were like, what is going on? But right. It made, it made no sense. Like you literally can't take that in any other context except, Hey, we'll get, we'll get better draft picks and let, let Washington in. Like we don't want the giants in. Yeah. That was crazy. It's been such a crazy year all around. The playoff picture is yeah, not so let, at all what I would have predicted at the beginning of the season. So we got the first game Colts versus the bills. Now let's talk about the Colts. Phil Rivers, <laughs> back on his Phil Rivers thing. Old Phil. I mean, did, how, how how they got there, um, it was their defense. So their defense. Yeah. Um, but Phil Rivers is playing decent. He's he's playing a controlled game. He's got T. Y. Hilton back finally in the in the flesh. Um, I I don't I don't see them winning this game against the Bills. I think the Bills are a team 
of destiny this year, in my opinion. I don't know. It's weird with Josh Allen. Josh Allen has been insane this year. Um, the Bills have just, uh, I don't want to say come out of nowhere, but no one, there's no way that anybody had the expectations going into the season for the Bills and the way that they have performed, and particularly Josh Allen has performed. The um, the Colts, I love Phil, man. I feel like you gotta you gotta love Phil. He's he's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league, um, and their their defense has been amazing. Like you said, he's finally got some weapons back and um, he's settled down. I feel like they've gelled a little bit. I agree, though. I just don't think that there's any way that they're going to be able to stop, um, even with as good as their defense is, the the powerhouse offense that the bills have been able to put up and the electricity that josh allen has been able to generate there's no way i think the bills dominate that game for sure yeah so that spread on that game is six and a half that is at buffalo saturday at one so that'll be your first wild card game on saturday and the best thing about this weekend coming up is there's six wild card games like so not only during this COVID thing they're uh so they do the bubble that now we're adding teams to the the MLB the NFL playoffs we're we're just changing everything up just screw it we're, let's just change everything so it's 2020 man throw the rule book out the window i guess so so do you think the bills cover six and a half? Oh yeah 100% okay so next game we got rams at seahawks i think this will be a really really good game saturday 440 on fox Spread on that game is Seahawks minus three and a half at home. No fans, no fans in the 12th, uh, 12th man, but the Rams have looked good this year, but so have the Seahawks. But I feel like the Seahawks look really good early. I feel like this is one of the um, most evenly matched games, in my opinion, um, that's going to be exciting. I I don't know. I could go either way on this. I, it's a it's a toss up. It just depends on on what game the Rams bring and the and the Seahawks bring for that matter. Because like you said, the Seahawks kind of peaked early. Like they were really hot. Russell Wilson was hot. Like they were they were looking good, and they kind of fell off towards the latter part of the year. Yeah. But the Rams, I feel like, well, Cooper Cup's back. He he's back Cooper, this week. Which which is huge because they they still have a lot of receiving weapons um, there. It, it just depends on what kind of game they they bring because I feel like they're they're week to week hot or cold sometimes. Like they have the weapons to do it. It just depends on on how they show up um, in that that week. They, like you said, no fans, so that's not going to be a factor in Seattle. I still for this game, I, I think Seattle is going to take it. I think they're going to cover the spread on that as well. All right, who would you take in a fist fight, uh, DK Metcalf or Cooper Cup? <laughs> <laughs> next uh, next game, uh, <laughs> uh, both. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> so the Saturday, the late the late game Saturday is uh, Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers who I'm telling you, I'm telling you, once they get Antonio Brown, like they're clicking right now, they get Godwin back. They, why is it always Tom Brady? I mean, he's the goat. <laughs> you can't deny that. I think they finally, Ronald, and I've Ronald Jones I, on the run game is by far the best thing that Tom Brady has had, like weapon wise. I'm I, I don't care what you say. They were playing him 
to pass the first two games and they look crappy. Ronald Jones got going. Um, everything opened up. They even got Gronk now. They're, they're throwing him the ball. This is ridiculous. Evans is out, though. Yeah. So you, you don't have him. Yeah. Um, but I'm, they, still, they still have enough weapons. The thing is, most of them are, are young. So Gronk, obviously, Brady's comfortable with, with passing, too, obviously. So he's like, hey, uh, you want to come out of retirement and go to Tampa Bay and and hang out and party and play football and and that's worked out pretty well and he's got comfortable with them he's got comfortable with Souther's receive receivers he gets the biggest weakness i think in tampa bay is their o-line their o-line is not Which good brings me and, to my next point they are playing the best defensive line in the nation in the washington football team and yes i did say the washington football team but chase young <laughs> listen to me chase young is a force to be reckoned with in this league he will he will break a lot of records this boy is oh, possessed. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think so. And I really love the um, the comments that have been thrown back and forth between him and him and Tom Brady, um, where <laughs> Tom Brady said, what, what did he say? Whatever. He was excited to play against him or whatever. And Chase Young's basically like, Are, you're excited to play against me? Like, I'm out here to hurt you. Like, that's, <laughs> you know. What? Yeah. And, and the thing about it is the spread on this game is eight. It's the thing that really I think is going to drive this is the game is in Washington. It's not going to be your home Tom Brady feel your first, it, you might get your first game jitters. There's guys that have not been there before. Okay. So you have to understand that this is not the new England Patriots eight years deep ran by Bill Belichick, the Nazi slayer. <laughs> do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there, it took them probably five to eight games to figure out, just let Tom Brady run the old offense for God's sakes. Just let them run the old offense. Like this is not working. Bruce Arians stop, stop trying to call up stupid plays, run Tom Brady's offense. And, and now I think it's over. If their defense could step up, I I think the Buccaneers are going to win. I think they're not going to cover the eight points though. I think I'm going to take Washington in that game plus eight. I, I actually think, uh, yeah. So Buccaneers are going to win, but Washington's going to cover. Is what yeah, I think it's going to be a closer game than than people think. Even if it's seven points, you still win the money. So yeah, that's kind of where I, I'm at. I'm taking Washington in that game. Actually, I think that the straight up, I, straight up, I'm taking them to win. Um, I think that the mismatch of how good Washington's defensive line is, as you said, is just going to dominate their offensive line, and I think. Tom Brady is going to get to know who Chase Young is very well in this game. I think they're going to be spending a lot of time together, and Tom's going to be looking at him from <laughs> looking up at him from the ground quite a bit. And I think they're just going to disrupt that offense enough. The the thing that will be interesting to see is can Washington generate enough offense to win that? But I'm I'm taking them straight up to win. Yeah, Washington I mean, football team. Scary Terry might might be on the loose, and if you did bet a hundred dollars on the money line on that, that would pay three hundred and thirty dollars. So that there would be the late game Saturday. Now early game Sunday at one o'clock. This is might be my favorite game of the week. Ravens versus Titans at Tennessee. Tennessee is playing well. Derrick Henry's a man child. 2,000 yards rushing this season. Um, I wouldn't tackle him, obviously. No, I'd run the opposite direction as fast as but, I could and still get run over. But I do want to say something about the Baltimore Ravens now. The Baltimore Ravens last week, 400 yards rushing. They had the ball against the Bengals for 40 minutes. 
they basically showed that they can run, they can do that. Now, that's going to put some pressure on the Titans, in my opinion. They're going to be trying to leak down a safety, maybe. Lamar can run. It's going to be a different game. Lamar's playing well. A little, I just think I think they're too much. J.K. Dobbins is playing freaking awesome for uh, Baltimore right now. Um, it, it, they're going to be a tough team to beat. It's a tough out, I think, either way. The spread on this game is three and a half Baltimore. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I. It really could go either way. Tennessee's got playmakers though. Corey Davis is a playmaker. These guys are playmakers. Um, I, I just, I, I, I would have to go with Baltimore right now. They're just hot in my I'm, opinion. I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. They're hot. I think Lamar Jackson has had an incredible year, um, both with his, with his legs, and he's gotten a lot better in the passing game as well. Um, he's been finding Hollywood Brown recently, um, a couple times in the end zone last week, and his decision making. I feel like he's grown so much this year in his decision making from um, like he knows his legs are, are his one of his best weapons right at, at the quarterback position. Right. But the decisions that he's made this year to pass it when he knows he gets the defense to bite like he's going to run and then finds the open guy like he has just made um, so many good decisions this year. But Derrick Henry, like it, you said, is is the, the biggest beast running back in the NFL. So th this is an amazing matchup, but I, I think I agree. I think the Ravens have the hot hand. Um, I think they've got too many weapons, too many ways they can beat you uh, offensively. And with Lamar Jackson, um, the way that he's grown and the way he's been playing, I think Ravens take that game. No problem. To be fair, the best decision Lamar Jackson has made all year was getting off the toilet and coming back and beating the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was not a good moment for me. That was one of the low low moments of uh, of that was 2020 weird. when he came back out of the tunnel. I went, uh oh, this is not this is not good. Yeah. So getting to that, the very last game, Sunday night, eight fifteen, Steelers Browns. Um, I want to kind of start off with this. I know you're a huge Browns fan. We've been through the whole nine with this. You know, you've been through the ringer, everything like that. What a twenty-two starting quarterbacks or some odd number since the last time you've been to the playoff? Like it's something stupid, and we—it's it's like 20, eighteen years. Two thousand two is the last time we've been there. Yep, I would have been uh, Kelly Holcomb at quarterback, and uh, Butch Davis was coaching back then. Yep. So here's my question to you. Then I guess the first thing right off the bat is, do you feel confident based on the team that you saw last week against the team that the Steelers put on the field? that that they're going to have on the field this Sunday like did you feel confident how they played and like did they do and like if they no. play that well they're going to have to play way better no not at all like they're going to have to play like the dial last week was turned up to like six they're going to have to crank it up to 11 this week because Pittsburgh basically mailed it in, in my opinion. They sat Roethlisberger. They sat a couple of other starters because to them, it doesn't really, really matter. I, th I think their perspective is Tomlin's perspective is whatever. We kind of mail it in. If we lose this game, we lose this game. Like we should still be able to win. We think we can win. Um, but if we don't, like we're just going to play them again the next week with all of our starters and, and right. that's going to be no problem. So I feel like that's, uh, Pittsburgh's mentality coming into it. Um, I do not feel confident going into <laughs> this game at all. I'll be completely honest because we only You're... won by what, like six points. Um, 
against not all of their starters. Um, and not to mention they, they've had a bunch of guys out um, on, on defense as well for injuries and, and COVID and stuff like that. And they will have some of them back this week. And I think that's going to be the biggest, um, the biggest thing is if our offensive line can do well, like they have had. And I know it goes back to the O-line, but I mean, for God's sakes, if you can't protect your quarterback and you can't run block, then you ain't doing anything. Um, if we can do that and we can handle their defense and our, our receivers continue to make plays, and if Baker makes good decisions, then then we should be fine. I'm not as worried on the um, defensive side of the ball. Um, Pittsburgh's got a lot of weapons. Claypool is a, a mismatch every time. He scares me the most because of how because he's what seven foot twenty two and yeah, he can can just catch yeah, over all he's, of our DBs. He's one of the standout dudes. You got to like show up and give respect for as a rookie man. He literally came onto the scene. He bursted onto the scene. Now, the thing about it is, you're always gonna get guys like that that burst on the scene. For instance, you got Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Who do you think they're guarding? They're they're guarding Julio and Calvin's open. So you have to think about stuff like that. Like, okay, why is this guy basically getting shadowed and the other guy's getting doubled? Well, that's why the other guy's open. Um, right. So it, you, and that's kind of the same thing with the Buckeyes. You know, it's like Olave back, Garrett Wilson open. They're not double teaming him. So that's kind of, it's, it's just, I think the Browns had a great year. The Steelers are just, I don't know if they're waiting in the wings. It would be hilarious if they basically tanked, uh, played Rudolph. I mean, heck, Ben didn't even make the trip. Um, if if they played Rudolph, lose, then they come back, play the Browns again at full strength, and then lose again, it would just be um, – I'm guessing it would be definite mayhem in Cleveland considering, you know – the hate there Pittsburgh people will say it's not even a rivalry anymore, but oh, yeah. it's like, it's the NFL. It's a, it's a rivalry. So. Oh, absolutely. It's if Pittsburgh can say whatever they want, they know it's a rivalry and they date us as much as we hate them. So they can downplay it as much as they want. I'm not, I'm not scared of a big Ben. I, uh, I, I think either way, whether they play Ben or Rudolph, I don't think it matters. Um, I think Ben's kind of mailed it in anyway. He's ready to retire. He's old. He doesn't care. Um, I don't know. I don't feel good about it, but I'm taking the Browns anyway. Like, I just feel like this is uh, the way that we played this year, the strides that we've made, the, the new coach, um, everything. Uh, Stefanski has been amazing, and I'm just going to I'm just gonna roll with it. And shame on the Steelers for, for Maland and um, last week because now we're going to knock think, him out of the playoffs. So what round. is going on with Stefanski? Is he going to be able to coach? The game is going to be on no matter what. Um, it does uh, say that um, Mike Prep, Reifer. I have no idea. The special teams coordinator of the Browns will be the acting head coach. So that's um, unfortunate. <laughs> but that's <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that's that is unfortunate. But it's like COVID, man. What it, what a year! Like you, you yeah. can't even like you can't even put it into words. Like what? And it, and it's like we didn't go to war. We didn't like go do anything hard. It's not like we were out there like busting our butts for twelve hours. Like literally, we had to just stay home, and we couldn't do that. My, I mean, getting my grandma not to come over to my house <laughs> was like impossible. I would just get a knock on the door. It'd be my grandma. I'm like, "What are you doing? Go home." 
yeah it's it's been crazy but uh thankfully 2020 is over with we're in 2021 um hopefully we'll get back to some sort of normal and not this new normal bs that we've all been talking about for a while um i'm really uh optimistic for this year i think you got nowhere to go for, but up right now right so 100 percent. we got uh two ohio teams in the playoff one in the national championship if the buckeyes win this game i don't know what i'm gonna do guys i'm not even kidding you like what uh what a story and if we can be alabama and do it and like I said, the Browns being in the playoffs, it's like, I'm not a Browns fan, but you got to believe it's something <laughs> like what? A, show me something. Please show me that like something is possible here. So I'm rooting for the Browns. I, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I probably don't think they're going to win this game, but hopefully I'm wrong. No, I don't. I don't think they win the Super Bowl. This isn't our year yet. Okay, but we are in the playoffs, broke that 18-year drought, so that, that's good to see. Exciting time for Ohio sports, um, and yeah, I'm just glad to be back. Um, hopefully you guys enjoy this, um, and there will be more to come this year, and here's to everybody staying safe and having a great 2021 and all the awesome things that are going to come with this year, including an Ohio State National oh, Championship. God.